Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It is scientifically proven that this world you are living in, this material world, these thoughts, these emotions, this physical body, everything is vibration. All of it. The moment you change one vibration, all of them resonate with it. So what do you think happens when you change one core belief system of yours? Everything changes automatically. So it's well and good to say it's woo and whatever, and it's a beautiful expression of what is yet to be let go of. But again, there are no excuses. If you really believe in the change you want to make, let's start with the very core, which is not only understanding, but living through this understanding of everything stems from I, all of it. I have that little formula in my uh, method, R equal F of I, you know, F in parenthesis I. So reality is a function of I. How you day, how you day, that was the voice of Arnaud. Now Arnaud has such a beautiful mission. His mission is to really get people to tap into their level of consciousness, to understand the power of heart and how that can lead to a better world. We talk about his journey. We talk about why he wants to do this. We talk about how he wants to do this. And I personally love meeting people with ambitious missions because I have ambitious missions. My mission, as some of you know, is to empower the lives of at least 3 billion people and 3 billion people because that's roughly half of the world. And so I feel like if we get to at least 3 billion people, there's a generation of people afterwards who can create more safe spaces for people to be themselves internally and create spaces for other people to be themselves externally. And Arno is on a very, very similar mission. He's got interest in ways he's done that within himself. He's created interesting platforms to do that as well. So I hope that as you're listening to him discuss his methods, you'll be curious enough to explore, be curious enough to dive into what he has to say. And as always, everything is in the show notes. Also, we've been putting a lot of these episodes on YouTube now. So you can also watch the video version of this on YouTube. That being said, enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of As Told by Nomad. Today's guest is Arnaud St. Paul. He is a very, very fascinating individual. We were talking a little bit about his mission, and we'll dive into that in the episode. But he's an award-winning serial software philanthropist. He's a technologist. He's a finance and social impact an entrepreneur who has been doing it for over 20 years. And he's raised millions and millions of dollars from angels, from VCs, from family offices in the EU and the United States 
he has very, very, very big mission. That is to help 1 billion people open their hearts to themselves. How do we get 1 billion people to open their hearts to themselves? We'll find that out. So I'm very, very excited to welcome him to the show. Thank you so much for great enough with your presence. Thank you so much, Tayo, for having me. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing. So why don't we start off with your background? Where did you build your passion? How did you start off? Were you always into conscious capitalism? Were you always into conscious technologies? Yes and no. So, you know, I started my professional life like everybody going into companies and so started in finance and then and then I got the internet fever and and created startups and all that stuff. So I was in finance in tech for for quite a few years. And it's only about 10 years ago that I realized that the thing that is important to me is to put together in one basket my other life as well and the the professional life. So since I was 13 years old, I had some spiritual epiphany, let's put it that way. And I started on that journey of answering the question, who am I? 30 years forward or 40 years after, I'm still on that journey, but I have a bit of an answer, let's put it that way. Along that journey came together what I call nowadays the Heartful Method, which is a collection of 160 charts. So it's yeah. a visual map of how consciousness works and how we can lead a life through our heart. And so since about 10 years, I'm using technology, I'm using finance and this uh, spiritual knowledge in a very pragmatic way, not only to carry out my professional mission, right? Both are helping each other. And so applying in a pragmatic way from a CEO standpoint, how can I be a better leader? But more importantly, how I can lead my own life, my own community, so that it thrives and it's based in, on an abundance instead of scarcity, et cetera, et cetera. I love it. I was doing research into your work and exactly what you said. You bring the best of science or spirituality and science proven methods to create this heartfulness that you have. And from my research, you said that your goal is to infuse positive energy into people's lives so that they can essentially lead more fulfilled lives. Do you believe that the way the world is currently constructed, there are many people straying away from their purpose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was an easy question because I, I feel like I knew the answer, but why do you feel like that's the case? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, of course. I was, I was getting into it. These times, which are a bit troubled for sure, mm -hmm. Lead us to ask ourselves the question, are we ready to accept to live from a harmony standpoint? Are we ready to allow ourselves that maybe we can have an amazing life, a magical one, a life where we are in the flow mm. instead of choosing a life that is scattered and with a lot of fears everywhere, et cetera. And I think the past few years, have been a constant question about that, which is amazing. It's an amazing opportunity for everyone. Yeah. Now, the people that are continuing on that process and say, I still want the same and it's okay. But I believe that, and I've seen it, many, many people are now asking themselves the right questions and are saying, yeah, I want the life that is more centered and more simple and more heart-oriented. I'm surprised at how much Nowadays, in the business environment, 
talking about love is okay. And I'm not talking about the love of relationship, but mm -hmm. as a business tool to more growth and thriving and collaboration and so on. And that's tremendous. And it's since what, six months, a year, maybe thanks to all that adversity we're seeing out, out there. And that is helping us to ask ourselves the question. This is where your heartful method comes into play. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Is it a 12 month program? Weeks, 12 weeks. No, 12 weeks. You, sorry. 12 weeks, 12 months to be a whole year. It's a lifetime uh, program, but it, you can learn in 12 weeks. Yeah. You can learn in 12 weeks. You can learn the tools in 12 weeks. The CEOs sometimes ask me to become advisor of the company and we continue working together because it's easier for them. But the bottom line is you get the right tools to learn how, how life talks to us, how we can decipher it and change it so that we can open ourselves to more potentials. And at the same time, bringing more coherence and more alignment and more simplicity in our life. That's what leads to synchronicities and pure magic, really. I love this because a store by Nomad Lee, uh, listeners who've been listening since 2014 now, sheesh, it's been a wow. while. So yeah, since, <laughs> <laughs> I surprised myself there. Since 2014, they've always been interested in being change makers and they always usually come from different parts of the world, right? You, you know, we were talking earlier, you spend a lot of your time in different continents. Is there an element of cultural competence here? Because some different cultures might approach you know, some things relate to purpose in a different way. Maybe there is a bit of that. I mean, funnily enough, in, I lived in Latin countries like Spain. I've lived in France, obviously in the UK, in the US. I'm sure the, the place I'm coming from, which is France, helps me in that direction because we have maybe a bit more laid back approach to life in general or, right. or more Spanish. But then again, it's also within the constraints of France that I was able to have that spiritual awakening, which brought me to these revelations that are inspired by the Alan Watts of the world and Ramana Maharishi and the Bhagavad Gita and the Bible and the Quran and so on. So, you know, it's this well-spread knowledge anyway, but transformed into an experience, into an illustration, which allowed myself to understand my own journey. We go beyond the culture where I was heading with. And so with a few simple drawings, we're led to a place of experience of ourselves that helps us to shift our perception and let go of antiquated belief systems that were hampering our growth. A visual map, if you will, sounds like. Yes, absolutely a visual map. Yeah. I like to call it the map of the matrix as well. The map of the, <laughs> you're, you're, you're invoking all these levels of higher awareness here and these metaphors for that. Now, the audience is probably wondering, well, what was your spiritual awakening? Who were you before that? And who were you after that? Oh, I, I you know, it happened when I was 13. So 13? Major. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was a teenager. And uh, I guess my parents wanted to impose on me a few things, uh, religion related. And, you know, for me, God was everywhere. And that was a certainty. And from there, started to show up other truths for me that I discovered in books afterwards, a few years after. And I started really quickly to help people around me and became very important to me that quest of who am I? So it becomes an obsession and you go and you look for answers, whether inside or in books and, and meeting people and so on. Hence that inquisitive mind, I guess, and also the opening to 
receiving tools as you go along life, right? You, you discover things, whether it's professionally, where you're uh, working with investors and all that stuff, but also in your personal life, how can you become more present or more assertive or have more buoyancy and so on? And started to grow something that is became today that uh, heartful method. My second book called I, that is a journey of I towards itself that helps the reader to do that as well, because I went through the same. So it's, it's coming from that. We'll make sure we'll put that in the show notes. I'm asking these questions because I always like the audience to understand who's delivering the message. And now that they have a better picture of that person, one of the things you do, actually a few of the things you do are centered around this idea of consciousness. So it is mm. conscious capitalism and conscious leadership. What is conscious capitalism? What is conscious leadership? And conscious technologists. I'm sorry. You know what? There, there are three. What is a... Con- <laughs> let's, let's break it up. What is conscious capitalism? What is conscious leadership? And what is conscious technologies? Okay. So conscious capitalism is a movement that started um, 10, 15 years ago, I think. And the one that who sponsored it is the CEO of Whole Foods. And um, the idea is that capitalism is based on Let's make sure that the shareholder is happy. That's what capitalism is about. Conscious capitalism states that there are four types of stakeholders, not just the shareholder, but also the employees, the clients, the providers, etc. So let's make sure that everybody is in flow or in coherence together, because that's what makes a thriving company. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, from a common sense standpoint, it totally makes sense. And so that's what is being championed by that movement. Very happy to be part of it and helping the business world to understand that there is a new incarnation of it that is more profitable for everyone. More so when we see all the challenges we're facing. And I'm not talking about the pandemic. That's irrelevant, but the climate change and and the wars and all that stuff. So that's what conscious capitalism is, is about. Conscious leadership is a bit of an extension of that and vice versa. It is about the fact that we can choose to be leaders of our lives and or of our business in a conscious way. What I mean by that is most of the time we tend to repeat the same patterns again and again without thinking, without choosing them, whether it is about making sales and uh doing the accounting and whatnot. There's not much to think about it though. Or in our, in my relationship with women, I always say this and this and that, that always fails into whatever situation happens, right? That's just being an example. And we tend to repeat the same pattern again and again until we take the time to choose. Say, hey, that's not working for me. Okay, what can I do? I become aware what is in that moment and then I start making a new choice. And that's what conscious leadership is about, making a choice to be or become the best version of myself at this very moment. And then again, and then again, and then again. And like is being taught in the business world, when you do a 1% improvement at every step of the process, it starts to go hyperbolic and exactly the same. And that's exactly what the Heartful Method is about. Instead of being linear like the mind, you know, doing one step and another and another and always repeating the same thing and never leads to the right results, why not going hyperbolic and take the helm of our lives 
and becoming conscious and aware of ourselves and where there is so much potential inside that we have totally forgotten, of course, but it's there and it's there to serve us anytime we want. So that's what conscious leadership is about. And then the last one, conscious technologist that I coined, well, the Heartful Method is a technology of consciousness to help an individual in 90 days, in that case, to rewire their relationship with themselves, with their reality, changing their own perception and let go of a scarcity mindset and mind-related or mind-driven mindset to get into a heart-driven life. That's what I coined as conscious technologist. <laughs> These are so beautiful because when you're thinking about the conscious capitalism aspect, you're elevating the level of responsibility that a lot of companies have to the planet as well and the society. You know, it's every single stakeholder. You know, maybe when you think about the Gordon Gecko type of capitalism, you know, greed is good or any of these types of rhetorics that come out of the stereotypical version of capitalism. It's usually profit at all costs. As long as you fatten my pockets, that's it. And then not really thinking about the responsibility. I come from Nigeria and we grew up all over the world. But one of the interesting things we would always see is when oil companies, because we have a lot of oil, when oil companies come, we lose the fishing, right? And all those things out there. And there's this morality debate. We're adding to the economy, but we're taking away from natural resources. But with Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A conscious capitalism model, there'll be a responsibility for people that are potentially being displaced from based on yeah. what you said, at least. Fortunately, that's what arises thanks to the ESG accounting and the SDGs. I don't know if you're aware of what they are, the Sustainable Development Goals of the UN. Yes, yes. Uh, which helps us to understand better the interoperability, the interconnection of everything. If I, as you were illustrating, if I take from the well, then there is less for someone else, right? So everything is interrelated always. And it's the only way beyond what is now is collaboration. There is no other way. It's not just me, me, me. It's together as a we that we can actually achieve anything we want. And the same way to get back to what we were saying, it's not just me, me, me as I need to move forward, hustle and struggle and all that stuff. Not anymore. We don't need that anymore. It is more about, okay, I am here. I am the beautiful me. 
I am here to serve whatever is my vision, my heart vision, a bit like mine, which is to help 1 million people to open their heart to themselves. Well, whomever is listening here has their own heart vision and allowing themselves to be carried by that wave, fulfilling their purpose and allowing their own reality and universe comes to support them and nurture them and make that happen. I think that's a nicer way of living. I think so too. But, okay, so why one billion specifically? Well, just for the fun. Just because for the fun. By the way, if you get to a billion, that's a lot of people. That's a lot yeah. of people. That's a bit that's of a yeah. lot. Frankly, for the next decades that I have, getting to one billion, awesome. And if I don't get to one billion, awesome too. Frankly, that's a good way to spend the time and invest my time in. The other aspect of this then becomes this new technology. We're in a time of decentralized, we're in a time of blockchain, we're in a time of crypto, NFT, all these things. Is is that what you're talking about too when you're saying conscious technology? Technology per se is an expression of consciousness, right? Internet, for instance, has been a way for us to materialize in the physical world that idea that we are all one. The same way we discovered that the earth is round and that uh, when we look at it from the moon, well, it's beautiful and it gives us that sense of we're all together in that planet. So blockchain is a continuation of that where it's not a linear world where there is one that decides and everybody follows, but more a constant moving expression of itself that is decentralized, that is always defining itself by itself. That's why technology is a beautiful image of the internal process we're having as a community, how our consciousness is evolving towards that pure image of ourselves, which is oneness. And we can use, so one of the things I'm dedicating myself to is also growing an ecosystem for children to become philanthropists and practice sustainable financial literacy using blockchain, NFTs, etc. Because we can use technology to transform or help people to be more in their hearts and express more of their empathy, their compassion, their altruism. Wow. So how can we use systems that enable systemic changes at the society level? Interesting. So that's uh, <laughs> generational. You're making the generation. Yeah. It's yeah. another way to get to that 1 billion, by the way. Exactly. Let's talk about the flip side of this then. Yes. You and I know that there is resistance. There's no doubt. You've definitely heard, this is too woo-woo. I don't understand anything that isn't physical. This is too slow. What's the point of this? Whatever. There are multiple levels of resistance when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to crypto, when it comes to any type of blockchain. So how do you respond to those resistance because resistance usually come from government or people that already have power right now. What do you think about that? So what I was trying to convey earlier is I am surprised at how the resistance has been fading away in the past few months. I'm very surprised by that. And everywhere I turn, when I talk about finding harmony within, people are saying, this is the right time. This is exactly what is needed. And I'm talking about people with huge following. That is great to hear that. And when I talk with big CEOs, the same thing. Nevertheless, there is an answer to that. (laughs) It's everybody's choice to decide if they want to go and find 
a new way of living that is easier, that is more fulfilling, where you live in harmony with yourself or not. Everybody can follow and continue on their right wheel. It's their choice. It's their freedom. Not a problem at all. What I'm here to share is my experience that works for many. It's up to them to decide if they want to hop on the train or it's not for them. Everybody's free. Now, when we look at these times we're living in now, when we're looking at what seems to be quite bleak in our future, we may want to ask ourselves the question, am I going in the right direction? Am I really taking the right steps, not only to serve my own life, but also to provide the legacy that I want to provide to the next generation? If the answer is, maybe I could do better, then let's talk and let's give you the tools so that you can make it happen. The only thing that we are offering, whether it's spirituality or any other technology that enables you to grow and become a better version of yourself, is to be the best tuned instrument possible, if I can take that metaphor. Everybody, I believe, is looking forward to be the best expression of him or herself. Yes. More so if we're talking about change makers. If we're talking about change makers, they don't have any excuse whatsoever because if they want to make change outside, they first have to make change inside because it's the only way it's going to happen. I'm on that journey of helping 1 billion people to open their heart to themselves. The truth is, this will only happen the day I am ready myself to live that and be surrounded by 1 billion people opening their heart to themselves. As long as I, I'm not ready to that, it won't happen at all. So in the same way, and I am fine-tuning myself in that process to be able to open my arms bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and allow that love to flow towards the other, vice versa, et cetera, et cetera. Same way for our change makers, whatever change they are seeing and they are seeing in their lives as the vision of what should be their life creation, it starts within. Not only does it start within, but it only can happen if they are ready to live it and experience it. And for that to happen, they have to let go of many belief systems, many limitations we're putting ourselves in. For instance, I was with a client just now, just before this call. It was having an ayahuasca moment without the ayahuasca. I've been working with that client for three years. And we went into, so that company went from absolutely nothing. Now they are getting to unicorn status and it's beautiful to see how they have been thriving. The CEO had, we fell into one thing that was starting to emerge related to his own perception of freedom. And he was looking at freedom, or better said, the limitation or the restraints put on his freedom in the others. So the others were limiting him. That's the way he was perceiving it. When we all know freedom starts inside and it's only existing inside. So we had a session where it was beautiful to see how all the different incarnation, you know, in the different ages of that person, of that CEO, were there looking to come back and go and unite and feel that they are free again. And we did that. That was really, really powerful. The first time I had something that powerful. But now 
he's going to blossom another way, right? He's going to go from one octave to another to get back to the instrument. And he's going to start a new symphony that is beautiful and a new level of vibration. So yes, we can say it's woo-woo and all that stuff. Now, in any case, it is scientifically proven that this world you are living in, this material world, these thoughts, these emotions, this physical body, everything is vibration. All of it. The moment you change one vibration, all of them resonate with it. So what do you think happens when you change one core belief system of yours? Everything changes. Everything changes automatically. So it's well and good to say it's woo-woo and whatever. And it's a beautiful expression of what is yet to be let go of for that person. But again, there are no excuses. If you really believe in the change you want to make, let's start with the very core, which is not only understanding, but living through this understanding of everything stems from I, all of it. I have that little formula in my uh, method, R equal F of I, you know, F in parenthesis I. So reality is a function of I. Okay. Reality is a function of I. Wow. I'm listening to you and I'm, I heard vibration. I've also heard people say energy as well. And energy, you know, yeah, it's shift. You can't really you know, take or move it away. But it's so true though. If you have a core belief of, let's say, I don't know, equality, and you're not living equality out to the fullest extent, once you become more aware of what equality means to different people, that fundamentally changes how you act. But if you have a limited view of equality, if you're not ready to be aware, you're still going to act a certain way that is going to take away opportunities from other people. It's that constant level of reflecting on yourself and how you're showing up that is going to give you an awareness of that. Or even how people react to you, you know, when you show up because you're like, whoa, am I a problem here? Maybe I need to reflect on that. It's always that constant, to your word, consciousness, <laughs> that level of yeah. consciousness that unlocks whatever your purpose is and how you can show up. And yes, what you said is correct. Underneath that, there is another layer which conditions the type of events that happen so that you can experience that equality issue, for instance, or or lack thereof. thereof, If I believe there is no equality in the world, for instance, or in my community to make it smaller, therefore, I will witness that all the freaking time. If I am open to live or to believe or open that I am ready to live with more equality around me, then starts to show up the examples of it. Imagine two instruments, two guitars, and I'm sure you've seen that or experienced it. You play one guitar, one of the strings, and automatically the other guitar will play as well the same string. So there's resonance between one and the other. We're talking exactly about the same thing. If I believe strongly, this is my truth, there is no equality in my community, be sure that exactly is the case. So how do I decide, make a choice, a conscious choice of, okay, I understand I'm becoming aware of that. I'm ready to let go of that belief. What can I replace it with? A belief that is maybe less constrained, more expensive, a heart-driven or love-driven belief. Okay. You're giving me a lot to think about today. (laughs) Good. Yes. Well, okay. Now, if someone else wants to know and have and create that 
that time to really connect with self, how can they work with you? How can they connect with you? Happy to work with them. They can go on the website, tapuat.com. And on that website, there is a self-help section. We have retreats, coaching as well for a select few. And I'm going to bring workshops and all that stuff. We have a workshop there. Actually, if you go to tapuat.com slash harmony, there is a highlight of a workshop, which is three ways to find harmony within. So you can start with that. So tapu.com? Tapuat, T-A-P-U-A-T.com. Ah, okay. Gotcha. T-A-P-U-A-T, which means in Hopi, eternal rebirth, which is what we're talking about here. Wow. Okay. It's everything coherent all the time. Yes. I'm seeing it. Yeah, one-on-ones, retreats, self-help. To live in harmony is your birthright. Wonderful. Okay. We'll make sure we put this in the show notes. This has been really delightful. I can't let you go though without asking you my final question, which is how do you use your difference to make a difference? I know. Ooh, that's a tricky question. (laughs) (laughs) Enlightening one person at a time. Enlightening one person at a time, which obviously compounds throughout time and, and space to really think about it. Yeah. I've never gotten an answer like that. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm already going into my one percent now. Interesting. Enlightening one percent at a time. I think if we did that more, by the way, I think we'll have less self-hate. A lot of us get into this self-hate because we don't feel like we're making enough of an impact. We're comparing to the perceived impact that someone else is making or another organization making because we think they did it at a hundred percent instead of just us focusing on what's 1% right now in my current environment. That's the thing. If we allow ourselves to live through that idea and experience of I am rebirthing to myself every moment, there's a lot of freedom there because all of a sudden I'm allowing myself not only to fail, but to be at a certain level and decide, okay, I'm ready to get to the next level and grow. Yeah. So there is no more, I need to be perfect or this needs to happen. No, on the contrary. That's it's all fair. about loving yourself for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? I love that so much. That's a powerful message to leave the audience with. I will put that in the show notes. We'll make sure we have your tapo.com in show notes and then I can just imagine the things you've unlocked in the audience. So I'm excited to see how the audience reacts to this. I really want to thank you, though, for spending a lot of time. I know you ah, oh, appreciate no, it. Thank you so much. I'm super enjoying this conversation, really. Thank you but, for your energy. You're amazing. <laughs> I, that is one thing I do have. <laughs> Kings, queens, and royalty. Till next time, use a difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 